my podcast. My name is Nolan and I am your host. This is the Soul in Conflict podcast. This podcast I have been thinking about doing for quite some time. This is something that I've always been uh, kind of putting on the back burner, something that I've always wanted to try, something that uh, kind of puts me out of my own comfort zone. And um, I, I'm excited to start. I really am. A uh, little backstory of me. Um, my name's Nolan. I am currently living in Lincoln, Nebraska. I am fresh out of college. I, uh, I went to the University of South Dakota in Vermilion. I, <clears throat> I have just started my young career in sales down here in Lincoln and it's going very well. I, I really enjoy it. And, um, I've always, uh, always dreamed about kind of living down here in Lincoln and I finally got a chance to did it, packed up my things from Sioux City. That's where I'm from, Sioux City, Iowa, and started, uh, yeah, I'm starting my career here and I'm very excited. I, I don't, I don't ever see myself leaving Lincoln. Um, I'm very happy here and I, uh, I've always, like I said before, I've always wanted to start a podcast. Not sure how many uh, how many listeners I'll get, but it's something that I've always wanted to do as just a little hobby. And a little meaning behind my name of the podcast, Soul in Conflict. So I started it because in my past couple years, I have had conflicts in my life that have hit me right in the soul, I guess you could say. And I had this, had this, you know, feeling one day, I was like, man, I should, I think, a, I think a podcast would be something I'm interested in. And I'm a huge, huge fan of the 48 Men podcast hosted by Christian Huff. If you don't listen to that, I highly, highly recommend that one. It's something that I look forward to every Friday now. And on this podcast, just a little, you know, overview of it, I guess you could say, is I'm going to bring a friend on every single week. I'm going to just zoom them in, have them in live, whatever works. And I want them to talk about something they are, you know, are currently struggling with, something they have struggled with in the past, because I want listeners to know that they aren't alone. I have felt alone in my life quite a few times. I've, I've, I've gone through anxiety. I've gone through depression. I've gone through grief. I've, I've gone through almost everything you can imagine. Trust me. And I felt that times I didn't have anyone to talk to. And I want someone to come on here every week and talk about, you know, something that makes me feel not, not alone, you know, something that someone else has gone through and um, with that, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to ask him a couple questions, get through it. And, oh, excuse me. And, uh, you know, I, I want to see how they got through it. Sorry, excuse me. And, you know, they still might be struggling with it. And I want them to tell me, you know, what are they doing to possibly overcome this? 
And hopefully I have a couple stories on here that, you know, people tell me how they got, how they got over it. And that, you know, that might be with running, you know, reading, you know, cooking, going to the gym, going on a walk, walking your dog, whatever. And, you know, maybe you're into music, you're into singing, you're into, you know, anything. Shoot, maybe you use your job as a little getaway. And I also want to talk about what, you know, what motivates them to get up and out of bed every day. What motivates them to get through their schoolwork. What, you know, you know, how, you know, maybe they're in the bodybuilding and how they don't eat that, you know, that extra, that extra cookie or, you know, have that extra little bowl of ice cream, which I know we're all guilty of once in a while. I know I am. And I always, I want them to feel welcome when they're on this podcast. I want them to know that I'm not going to make fun of them. I mean, you can tell me anything in the world and I'm not going to. I'm not going to judge you at all. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to listen. I'm, I want to have a conversation with you, but I want people to listen to our conversation. And I'm not going to ask them something that, you know, that they've, <clears throat> you know, that they don't feel comfortable sharing. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. No way. Not a chance. And, um, but yeah, that's, that's the wrap of my, of what my podcast, I hope it, you know, I hope it becomes and. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm excited to start this. I really am. And I hope I learn a lot of things on the way through this journey. And yeah, I, I'm, I, uh, I definitely think I could use some learning and I think we all can. And I'm, I'm, I've definitely learned a lot in my life from all my friends and family. So a little, little backstory of myself. And why I'm starting this, you're probably like, why is this guy starting this if he hasn't told us what he's overcome? So I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a little bit about me, so you have a backstory on me and why I'm doing this and how I relate to all the questions I'm gonna ask you. So on July twenty-fourth of twenty fifteen, I went on a vacation with my childhood best friend Thomas and his family in it was uh it was to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. You know, the trip was gosh, I think it was like twenty some miles long or twenty sorry, twenty some hours long and and it was just it was like the worst ride ever. It was so long, it was hot, it was car sickness. I I'm pretty sure I almost threw up a couple times in it. It was horrible. But it was it was fun though, honestly, with you know, being with my childhood friend. And um, you know, and his family, and, you know, we get there, we finally get there, and, you know, Myrtle Beach is one of the hottest spots coming, you know, summertime, and it was a, uh, it was a weird trip, I, uh, it was the first time I ever saw the ocean, first time I'd ever been on a beach, first time at any, I'd ever been anywhere like that, that's for sure, and I, uh, and I was having a blast, like I was, you know, I was sitting on the beach with my best friend, 16 years old, you know, having a good time. And uh, shoot, we were, you know, going to the the boardwalk is what they call it in Myrtle Beach. And they, they uh, you know, they, they know how to entertain people, especially a Midwestern like me that has no idea what's going on half the time over there on the, uh, the East Coast. 
and it was uh it was a blast. I was only there uh only there for a short time though. However, I was there for one full day in about half a day. And my friend Thomas and his family decided, hey, let's uh let's go shopping. Because they have these crazy outlet malls, they have anything you can think of. They have I mean, you know, your you your Under Armour, your you know, your Nike, your Bose, your Oakley store. Anything you can think of, they probably have it in this outlet mall. And we were there having a great time. And all of a sudden we got to eat. You know, we're at Steak and Shake. We're eating all this food. I'm getting, you know, this, you know, this double cheeseburger, this milkshake, this fry these fries, you know, just enjoying myself, you know, getting this insane amount of weight, I'm sure. And all of a sudden I get a phone call from my brother Cody. And, um, you know, this phone call that I get from him is, it's, uh, I will, uh, I will try and have my brother on the show sometime. And then when you guys find out my brother's not a, uh, a, uh, really sad guy, he's always upbeat. He's always happy. He's always joking around and I could tell something in his voice was not right. But, you know, I was like, oh, I'm sure my mom just forgot to pay the utility bill or something, and <laughs> we're overreacting, and and uh, we get, you know, I start a little, you know, I start worrying a little bit. I try and call my mom, she doesn't pick up. I try and call my sister-in-law, Sydney, she doesn't pick up. I try and call Cody again, he doesn't pick up. So I'm like, what the heck, you know? And gosh, I bet five minutes past that felt like an eternity, and. My brother calls me back and he goes, Nolan, I need you to get by yourself. And I'm like, okay, you know, weirdo, what are you, what are you dragging me away from? And I will never, ever, ever, ever forget the words that came out of his mouth. It was, hey, Nolan, dad's gone. And, you know, when you hear something like that from, you know, Cody's my my best friend. We've never fought as brothers. We've, Cody's always been my role model. Whatever Cody does, I want to do. And I, uh, yeah, I, I don't even have words to, uh, to even, uh, I don't even remember anything else. I just remember those words. Dad's, you know, dad's gone. Dad's not here anymore. And, um, all I remember is just the rage that was in my body. You know, I was mad at God. I was mad at the world. I was, I was mad at everything. I could not control my emotions. And I still feel guilty to this day. I, uh, I guess a little funny story that comes out of it would, I was mentioning we were at Steak and Shake and this, uh, this high school girl came running, running out and She's like, what is wrong with this guy? We're going to call the cops. We're going to. And I just told her, I was like, get the, you know, heck out of my face. And, you know, I'm yelling at this poor girl. She's probably 13, you know, just part-time job. I feel so bad. If I ever would ever see her someday, I would just give her a hug. I'd feel so bad. You know, I just want to apologize to her. And um, from that, I've always, you know, from that event in life, I've, I, uh, I've dealt with, you know, a sense of loneliness. You know, I I lost a father figure at 16. I was 16 years old when this happened. 
my brother was 24, and, uh, you know, sorry, and uh, ever since that, I've always just kind of not felt like myself, not, you know, not knowing, and I just, I remember the plane ride home, I'd never been on a plane before either, so I'm flying by myself, I had a flight from Myrtle Beach at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, then a flight to Charlotte, North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina to Fort Worth, Texas, and if you've ever been to the Tex or the Fort Worth, Tex Dallas, Texas airport, you know it, it's a mess, it's huge, it's massive, and it's terrifying for a 16-year-old that had never flown before, and I finally made it back to Omaha, you know, my mom was waiting, Cody was waiting, his best friend was waiting for me, and we, uh, when I saw my mom, I just, uh, that's when it finally hit me that something wasn't right. And I, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't even remember the ride home. I don't remember my dad's funeral. I, I don't remember anything. All I remember is I remember sitting at my brother's old house that he used to have in Sioux City. I hadn't slept for like 35 some, I think it was 36 hours. I think I remember I hadn't slept for 36 hours and I finally got to lay down on my brother's couch downstairs and I just, I've never fallen asleep so fast. I woke up about two and a half, three hours later to like 10 of my friends um, just looking at me, you know, and laughing and they're like, oh man, you're so tired and you know, and those guys, I will never forget them that day. You know, I was going through the worst experience of my entire life. And these guys, you know, they were there for me automatically. And it was just, you know, it, it makes you grateful that at that moment, you're not alone. And, and it was just, it was awesome. It was, you know, it was great to know that I have a supporting cast like that. And but yeah, like I said, I don't, I don't remember the funeral. I was 16. I was going into my junior year of high school. I was playing football. My dad was always the one that I looked up to for football. And it, I remember my first game ever. I just, I, I got my shoes taped up and my cleats taped up and I just, I started bawling. Like I started crying and in my junior and senior years of football, I mean, it was just hard. And, and just, I mean, school alone, coming home to just my mom was, it was hard. I mean, I lost a lot of friends due to just, uh, I was just, I didn't lose friends, I guess you could say, but I just lost contact with them because all I wanted to do was just go home or go to school, go to football practice and go home and watch TV. That's all I did. And that wasn't me. If you know, if people are listening to this that knew me back in middle school, early high school, I, that wasn't me. I, I was super extrovert. I always went out. I always had to text people, hey, "Let's go get ice cream," you know, and be you know, the one that <laughs> annoyed people to go out and hang out with me. And um, but yeah, that's that's a little backstory on me, um, for you know where I get you know, the root of, you know, where my anxiety and depression kind of comes from. And my early years of college, it was not bad. I just, it was college, you know, you, uh, you know, you're a, you know, a dumb early college kid, you know, young college kid, 
and learning the ropes of living away from home. And, uh, yeah, I, I lived that life. And, um, yeah, and I finally, I uh, met some great people at University of South Dakota. I have one of my best friends in Carter that I met. I roomed with him. And he helped me a lot. I mean, I would have had no friends my first year at USD if it wasn't for him. And, um, yeah, and, I mean, to top it off, also, my going, so I went to a community college my first year of college to save some money, transferred to USD my sophomore year. Well, the summer of going into my sophomore year, I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. I mean, it's just like, come on, you know, and... Um, my going back to my friend Thomas again that I went to South Carolina with, he, he's type one diabetic and, and he was, uh, I called him one day. I'm like, man, I'm not feeling good and I'm losing all this weight. I'm going to the bathroom a ton. I, you know, I can't keep water in my body. And he's like, oh, okay, well, we'll test your blood sugar. That sounds like diabetes. Well, we went to wing Wednesday one night, test my blood sugar and his blood sugar meter was, it's a, an exclamation point. And, um, I'll never forget the look on Thomas's face. He was like, oh, you got to go to the ER. And I'm like, oh, haha, ha, good one. Oh, no, he was dead serious. <laughs> it, was, it was terrifying. I was spent uh, five days in the hospital, St. Luke's Hospital in Sioux City. And, um, yeah, I've um, I figured it out. I'm type 1 still, obviously, and I'm, I'm healthy. I'm doing well with it. And, um, yeah, my junior year of college, it was the COVID, all that stuff. And it was not even college. It was just weird. Spent half my year at, back home and doing online school and online lectures and just didn't even feel like I was getting my bang for the buck of college. It was pointless. I mean, my assignments were goofy. It wasn't even school. It was, I had so much free time. I didn't know what to do with it. And, uh, but my senior year, I, I, I don't know what happened, but I started struggling and, um, you know, I had this, this professor that just like ruined my life. Like he was just, he told everyone, you know, um, you know, nobody passes this test. Nobody passes this course at the beginning of the year. And, and, you know, it just made you overthink like, Oh man, I, I don't think I studied enough for this guy. And these, you know, this guy just, he drove me to therapy. Like legit, I got a therapist and I would walk in every day and I would say, Hey, Amy, um, this guy is ruining my life. He's telling me I'm going to fail this test. And Shout out to my therapist, Amy, for getting me through my senior year of college and um, tell me, you know, you can do it, Nolan. You can do this. You can. And I will gladly say outright, I'm still in therapy to the day. I uh, I finished, I gosh, I think it was February through August with Amy of last year. And then I recently just found one in Lincoln and she's she's great. I, I found another one I'm very comfortable with and it's it's something that I think I'll do most of my life. I mean, you know, maybe that just means once a month, once every two months. But I just think therapy is something that has changed my life. I just feel so like rejuvenated after it. And I'm so happy. And, you know, it's just like, oh, I got to get all this off my chest. And 
yeah, I am. I'm happy about it when I leave. And uh, with all the COVID stuff that went on throughout the world, all, you know, all the craziness that went on, it just kept adding on to it. And, you know, I'm wearing a mask in class where the classrooms are hot and I'm sweating during a test because I'm scared. And it's like, oh, my gosh, how how do they expect us to do any of this? And uh, yeah, but that's that's a little, I guess, if you want to say a test run of my podcast and what I want to do with it and what I want to bring people on this show and talk to them one-on-one with. And, uh, just, you know, I, I, you know, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you how I've learned how to deal with my, my anxiety and my depression. And that is, I'm, I'm huge into fitness. I am, I'm a huge believer of God. I read Bible every night. I have Bible study by myself every morning I write a good morning note to God every morning. I go to the gym almost every morning, if not night, if I want to sleep in a little bit. And, um, you know, I've, I am not by means a bodybuilder by any means. I cheat. I have pizza ranch a lot and I eat ice cream and pizza and I like to enjoy my life with food. And that, that's just, that's just me. I don't care about having a giant six pack or giant biceps. I'm just there to get away, get away from the world for a little bit and be happy. And I am, I'm actually going to attempt, um, a, uh, a diet this year. I'm going to try and get a little, little, maybe a little two packs, four pack going. Cause I'm going on a, a, uh, a lake trip to Minnesota in the end of July, early August that I think I want to, uh, impress my fiance Jenna with so uh going into positives in my life my number one is always God um and I have three nieces those God my nieces and um my beautiful fiance Jenna and um I uh, I wouldn't make it through the days without those guys um you know God obviously I I spend most of my time with him Every morning, every night, he shoots. Sometimes, even the middle of the day, in between a sales call, I'll, I'll just, I'll say a quick prayer and say, you know, help me, God. You know, this is, this customer's being a pain, and the you know what, and I, I need some patience for this guy, and, um, but yeah, God's always there. I have three nieces, Maylee, Sailor, and Emerson. They are, uh, very. Um, they're just the most beautiful little girls you guys could ever imagine. And, um, you know, that's, that's my brother. I only have one brother, Cody. That's his three daughters. He's a girl dad and he has his beautiful wife, Sydney. Um, and then, um, to get into, you know, my fiance, Jenna, she's always there for me. She was there through me, through it with me last year. I mean, I'm not afraid to come up and, you know, come out and say that I, I struggled bad last year. I had some pretty dark, dark thoughts that I, uh, no longer have. I'm out of that. I'm happy. Um, uh, I still have days where I struggle. Um, but you know, the, the thing that, you know, this, this demon, this darkness could never touch is Jenna. Jenna always beat it. Jenna would always, you know, she would know how to, <laughs> how to make me smile when things got rough. 
I remember she would come over and during college she'd do flashcards with me and um, she could tell when I was super nervous for a test. <laughs> um, but that's awesome. Uh, she could tell, you know, when something was wrong and there were nights where I went with, you know, I had severe insomnia. I could not sleep ever. And, um, I, I, I called Jenna, you know, two, three, four o'clock in the morning and asked her if she could, you know, come over and hang out with me. And, you know, nine times out of 10, Jenna would, she would come over and all we did was, you know, just sit and talk like we were just friends. We were, shoot, me and Jenna were just, you know, best friends for, you know, three years prior to us, you know, starting up a thing and dating and me finally getting the guts of asking her on a date and, you know, her finally saying yes. And just, uh, I'm, I firmly believe that all my praying, my, my Bible study, my, you know, church going, my, my alone time with God finally, finally paid off when I met Jenna. And, um, you know, and she's my biggest supporter. She always will be. She's uh, the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. And, um, you know, she's, uh, I think she's a gift sent from my dad. And I will always thank him and God for that. And, um, you know, obviously I have my mom. My mom is... <laughs> excuse me she's uh she's awesome and uh she's i know i just with my dad passing me and my mom became super super close and um but yeah i uh have a dog <laughs> i live alone jenna still lives in sioux city finishing up school but i do have a dog named widow she's a black lab uh she's my best friend and my roommate currently, and uh, she's uh, she's great. She's um, she's always there for me now, and uh, when Jen physically can't be, and uh, but you know I, I talk to Jen every night. We say goodnight. Um, we're getting married in November, so I'm um, very very nervous, excited for that. Uh, um, but yeah. <clears throat> that's a, uh, that's kind of my podcast. That's an overview of me. If you guys are interested in being on it, reach out to me. I'm uh, I'm very active on social media, with uh, with Instagram and Facebook mostly. If you guys were to uh, you know shoot me a follow on Instagram, it's just Nolan underscore Osborne fifty two on Instagram, and then just Nolan Osborne on Facebook. Just uh, let me know. And I will, uh, hopefully this turns into something that I can do weekly. And, um, you know, maybe some weeks it's just me talking. Some weeks I have a friend on or, you know, someone that reaches out to me via, you know, social media. But I just want to say thank you for listening to my first podcast ever. I'm excited to get it going. And, yeah, I hope you guys have a very beautiful rest of your day. Peace.